Cursor Episode 37, Poems and Prompts. Well, hello there and welcome to another episode of Story Institute's Rambling Verser. We've been keeping track of, of some of the, the downloads recently, and we've noticed a great increase. So those of you who are joining us for another show, thank you, and uh, welcome back. For those of you new to the podcast, uh, we hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we hope you come back. Um, if you want to be a part of the show, if you're an author, if you have something to say on writing, or if you have a poem that you want to share, feel free to, to visit us at storyinstitute.com. Send us an email to ramblingverser at storyinstitute.com. Give us a call at 615-431-RIT. That's 431-9748. Or uh, stop by our forums at storyinstitute.com slash form. And uh, uh, create an account and post some things there. In fact, the poems for the day, uh, except for the, the featured one, will be coming from uh, our forums themselves. It'll be coming from one of the authors that uh, consistently posts out there. And his name is Lamar Cole. Lamar has uh, has posted uh, quite a few poems out there, but he's also been part of, of our contest as we've had them. Uh, we hope you enjoy uh, various portions of, of the poems that we share today. And if you have any anything to add or would like to, to, to see some other, other items featured on Rambling Verser, just let us know. We're going to start with two quotes today, and one is by Leo Bascalia, and uh, the other one is by Marcel Proust. Um, I've probably butchered both of their their names in some way or, or shape or form. However, uh, those are the ways that uh, I've learned to say them over the years. So the first one by, by Leo Bascalia is, uh, A single rose can be my garden, a single friend my world. And Marcel Proust, Let us be grateful to people who make us happy. They are the charming gardeners who make our souls blossom. With each of these, there's some connection that that each of those authors have with other individuals. And sometimes as writers, we forget that, uh, that writing, even though it can be a very lonesome task at times, should involve other individuals. And as we look to, uh, to write about other characters, that involvement... Uh, whether it's through reading our drafts, uh, providing feedback on the finished products, or, or being the editor for us. There's another individual who always will help guide us through the process and, and help make the story that much more interesting. So speaking of people who help uh, connect and guide us in our writing process, uh, today's poem by Percy Bysshe Shelley and... The poem is One Word is Too Often Profaned, and it's more about relationship and love, but it's an interesting take on this this poet's uh, view on, on relationships, so let's get into it. One word is too often profaned, for me to profane it, one feeling too falsely disdain, for thee to disdain it, one hope is too like despair, or prudence too smother, and pity from thee more dear than that from another. I cannot give what men call love, but wilt accept not the worship the heart lifts above, and the heavens reject not the desire of the moth for the star, of the night for the morrow, the devotion to something afar from the sphere of our sorrow. So in this piece, the poet 
that really tries to to make it known that that, that the word love itself uh, some men have different views of it and that's a great way to start a storyline in fact uh, many of the modern day storylines start with a much different view of, of what love is compared to some of the classical views um, so the writing prompt for for this week in in the poetry section is really about taking a look at the the poem one word is too often profaned by Percy Bysshe Shelley and really rewrite it to the point of of what we would call love today and how it how it connects two individuals together rather than pulls them apart some of the literature that I've been reading recently is is really is really scary as far as how how people write of love and emotions today uh, I see many negative pieces that that uh, many poets wouldn't have wouldn't have pulled out because it was as it wasn't as inspiring as pieces that were were in a positive light so I challenge you to go out and write that positive relationship piece whether it's a poem short story or a novel look for the good in the storylines I remember reading and hearing from individuals when I worked in a bookstore that people liked reading things like Daniel Steele and uh, all these other uh, romance type novels because it was a different world than than uh, they lived in and and I think with that you need to th- really think about that rather than looking at the reality TV shows that that are out there or the so-called uh, reality fiction because we're missing the point we're missing some of the the efforts that that, that kind of pull us in to fiction and literature in the first place that's the the writing prompt uh, for poetry and short stories actually this week that'll cover both so today I kind of mentioned that we're gonna pull two poems from Lamar Cole postings on on our forums uh, and then we'll we'll end with some writing prompts uh, from those site as well first one is something mystical something mystical happened today I felt your touch even though you're far away I felt your hands upon my face it seemed as though your sweet lips I could taste. It seemed as if I could feel your embrace. It took me to a wonderful place, because even when you're far away, I fear your love in every way. The second one is called Thirsty Soul. Love, darling, is you. Your love cascaded down the waterfalls of your heart to my thirsty soul. Your love filled the crevices of my life. Your love is my lighthouse, my beacon in the night. I found home in your heart. You know, as I take a look at all of the pieces that Lamar has posted recently, I, I tend to look at at what other authors have not said, and and uh, this is where we can use your help. Go out into the forums at storyinstitute.com/forum and either give uh, provide your own piece or give Lamar some feedback. But the other thing we'd like you to do is is even call in and uh, recite a poem that you've posted at storyinstitute.com and uh, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll play it as part of the podcast and that number again is 615-431-RIT the great thing is that it goes to a Google voicemail and, uh, and we can take that and just pull the WAV file itself right into the podcast we'd love to feature uh, your work whether it's a poem or a short story uh, and if we can get it in one set uh, then 
then then we have it. The short story, if you'd like to do that, give us give us a, a call. We can set up some times to, to do some recording. But uh, uh, poems usually work best just because of the length of the voicemail there. And for those of you familiar with the podcast, you know that that sound is that uh, we are toward the end. And if you're wondering why we have such a short show this week, it's because we had such a long show last week. Um, and if you're wondering about the timing of when these podcasts come out, you know, we're, we're, we're playing with some of the timing, to be honest with you. We're trying to see when the, the biggest downloads happen and uh, when we can get into uh, the most feeds as possible. So um, we're going to go ahead and get to the writing prompt of the week. And the writing prompt is a short story writing prompt uh, besides the one we provided earlier. But this one is found on StoryInstitute.com and it's called uh, Roll of the Dice. What if our life did depend on the roll of a dice? A gambling woman would carry around her own dice. Every move, every call she makes is determined by her roll. Each option is assigned a number that corresponds to the dots on the dice. One means she takes the bus to work. Five indicates she takes her bike. This is not always the best method, but she rolls them every day. She needs to roll them every day. What event in her life triggered this behavior? Why is she bound to keep on rolling? Has she ever stopped trying? If she did, what happened? Did she lose her job? Did she lose her loved one? Did she go back a few spaces and start this round of her life over again? Same house, same car, same trials and tribulations. What would the roll of the die bring if it was on the edge? Does the woman wish to even think about it? Where did these dice come from? Who had them before? Can she get rid of them? Or do they end when her streak ends? Decide on the story and write. Post it at StoryInstitute.com or share it elsewhere, but write and enjoy. Before we close out of this week's episode of Story Institute's Rambling Verser, we wanted to kind of throw out to you um, a, a poll that we have at StoryInstitute.com, and that's, that's uh, would you be interested in, in taking part in a themed writing contest? We've had our poetry and short story contest in the past and have named a handful of winners. The challenge that we're facing is that we'd like to publish an anthology of the works uh, within within those contests, but uh, but we'd like a few more entries before we before we get uh, get the book rolling itself. Uh, so let us know. Give us a call. Send us an email. Fill the poll out on the site. You don't have to share your name or any, any anything like that until until the contest actually opens. Uh, and if we do, again, there will be some of the similar prizes that we've had in the past, Barnes & Noble or Amazon uh, gift certificates, and uh, some of the books that uh, that the authors featured on our site have, have contributed to us. So if you are interested, let us know, and uh, we hope to see you back here at Story Institute's Rambling Verser. In the meantime, remember to imagine, enhance, and grow your stories.